Welcome to the Become New Podcast with John Ortberg, where you find 10-minute teachings Monday through Friday to help you grow spiritually one day at a time. For more resources, check out our website, becomenew.com. There you can sign up for the emails that go along with each video, as well as access our entire library of over 400 videos covering a variety of topics about spiritual life and growth. If you need prayer, please let us know by texting your request to 855-888-0444. We'd love to pray for you. Now here's John. Who is really well off? Everybody seems to know or claims to know we're inundated with ads telling us how we could be living the good life. And we all absorb where it's not. I was at a pharmacy a little bit ago in a relatively poor neighborhood and it struck me as I was standing there. It was mostly kind of old, grumpy looking people waiting to be served by younger folks that were in kind of training roles, many of whom felt like this is not really where they wanted to be. That did not seem to be a place of great blessing. What if it could be? What if it could be? What if you could be well off? There's a little phrase that you see often online, hashtag blessed. And usually it has to do with circumstances. There are certain circumstances that if I could just have those, look at these pictures of me on this vacation, blessed. Let me tell you about the promotion that I just received, blessed. Let me tell you about my child that just got into this remarkable school or my family where everything is going really well or how attractive my body is or how well known, blessed, 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 blessed. Who really is blessed? Who is well off? Who has the good life? Second thoughts on that. We're considering together thoughts from, really from Jesus, but in particular the Dallas Willard helped to make accessible. This is chapter four, The Divine Conspiracy. He starts with a few quotes. Blessed, blessed are the sat upon, spat upon, ratted on. That's an old songwriter, rock singer named Paul Simon. What did he mean? Is that right? Blessed are the spiritually deprived, for they too find the kingdom of the heavens. That's Dallas's translation of the words of Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. He goes on. As outstanding thinkers before and after him have done, Jesus deals with the two major questions humanity always faces. Uh, one of those questions is, who is a good person? And we'll talk about that more as we give second thoughts to the great questions of life. Uh, but first, there is the question of which life is the good life? What is genuinely in my interest? And how may I enter true well-being? Positive psychology is a field that talks a lot in our day about thriving or flourishing. What does that look like? How do we know? Of course, uh, from Jesus, we are told that life in the life of God will be the good life. And Jesus' continual reassertion of the direct availability of the kingdom, God's presence, God's power, God's help, God's love, God's favor, kept that basic truth before his students and his hearers. But exactly who is and who is not assured of such a life was a subject 
of much confusion in his day, as it is in our day. And so, at the beginning of Jesus' most famous address, the Sermon on the Mount, he starts with what are called the Beatitudes. That's just a word for blessing. Blessed are. And very often it's thought that uh, the statements that he makes are requirements for blessing or conditions for blessing. Sometimes we see statements like that. Old Benjamin Franklin, early to bed and early to wise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. You can be blessed, or at least healthy, wealthy, and wise, if you do those things. And so the Beatitudes, although they are cherished pieces of literature from the Bible, are often thought to be uh, criteria, bars that I have to clear in order to enter into the blessed life. But part of what Dallas writes about, and not only him, people who have studied deeply about this, because it has been known but is often forgotten, is that these statements of Jesus are not things that you have to do or else you'll never make it to the good life, to the blessed life. He has actually, at the end of Matthew chapter 4, been with people who are often very deprived. The sick, the poor, the demon-possessed. And he is healing, and he is releasing. And then with the crowds, he's up on the mountaintop praying. And Dallas says, it's kind of show and tell. Jesus is looking at folks in the crowd. And he says, now, these people who no one on earth would think are blessed, are blessed. Because now, through me, through my teaching, through my presence in my life, the kingdom of God is available to people that the world thought it was not available to. So he starts with the poor in spirit. And sometimes we try to turn that into a positive quality to tell people to emulate it, people that are real humble or uh, understand their limitations. But that's not what it means. Dallas actually translates them as the spiritual zeros. Standing around Jesus as he speaks are people with no spiritual qualifications or abilities whatsoever. You would never call on them when spiritual work is to be done. There is nothing about them to suggest that the breath of God might move through their lives. They have no charisma, no religious glitter. They don't know their Bible. They are mere lay people who at best can fill a pew or maybe an offering plate. No one calls on them to lead a service or lead in prayer, and they might faint if anybody did. They're the first to tell you they can't really make heads or tails of religion. They would be the last to say they have any claim on God. The pages of the Gospels are cluttered with such people, and yet he touched me. The rule of the heavens comes down upon their lives and through their contact with Jesus. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the spiritual zeros, the people know, that know nothing, who are looked down on even in spiritual settings, because now through Jesus, life with God has become available to them. And then he goes on. Blessed are those that mourn. And sometimes translations will try to play with that and make it sound like those who mourn over their sins. But Jesus didn't say mourn over their sin. Blessed are those that mourn. Why? Because it's a good thing to mourn? No, it's a miserable thing to mourn. But because even being in a position where you are mourning, where you're experiencing loss and trouble and suffering, does not keep you from qualifying for life together with God. These Beatitudes, see, are not another set of rules that you have to obey 
They are precisely the announcement of the good news. The kingdom of God is now available. And particularly, they are saying the kingdom of God is available, particularly the good news. It's available to you when you think that you have done something or suffered something or lacked something that would forever keep you from the good life and that our world says the good life is not available to you. The Beatitudes serve to clarify Jesus' fundamental message, the tree of free availability of God's rule and righteousness to all of humanity through reliance on Jesus himself. They do this simply by taking those who, from the human point of view, are regarded as the most hopeless, the most beyond all possibility of God's blessing or even interest, and exhibiting them as enjoying God's touch and abundant provision from the heavens, this fact of God's care and God's provision proves to all that no human condition excludes blessedness. No human condition excludes blessedness. That God may come to any person with his care and deliverance. God does sometimes help those who cannot or perhaps just do not help themselves. So much for another one of those well-known generalizations that Jesus often punctures. Nancy had an aunt, Aunt Nita, and she said to us one time, very early in our marriage, her favorite verse was, God helps those that help themselves. And I said, actually, Nita, that is not in the Bible. She stayed up all night one night because we made a bet on it and tried to find the verse that is not there. Sometimes God helps those who do not help themselves. In this, what Jesus teaches is something that the wise have often known. And it keeps coming to us from a thousand directions. I just finished reading a book, Demon Copperhead, that's kind of a fresh take on the old Charles Dickens book, David Copperfield. And it's striking in both of them, there'll be characters. And David Copperfield, one of them is his old nurse, Peggotty. She has no money. She's not attractive. She's rather plump. When she exerts herself, when she hugs him, he can tell because the buttons will pop up, pop off her sweater. But there is such a radiant goodness from her that she shines in his life, life like a star. And then another character in it, a student at a school that he's at, Jay Steerforth, is handsome and charming and charismatic and bright and vain and hollow. And although his life looks to everyone like it is deeply blessed, it is under a curse that will eventually utterly gut it and empty it out. Who has the good life? I tell you this because today, over and over and over again, you will be bombarded with messages that you will have to counter with second thoughts. It is not that people that ads or our culture tell us have the good life. It comes to anybody. It comes to me today with all the mistakes that I have made, all the bad paths that I have gone down. It is available to me right now as I'm talking with you, because while I'm talking with you, our friend Jesus is right here. So what I say to you now, I say, first of all, to me, don't wait for a circumstance. Don't wait for this question to be answered. Don't wait for this problem to be solved. Don't wait for this person in my life to be protected or this situation to receive justice. You are the light of the world. 
you are the salt of the earth. If you will just simply say yes to and look for him, seek the kingdom where you are, where you are, you are loved by God. If you will surrender and live it right there, right now, blessed, 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 hashtag blessed. Thank you.